Soon, my dear. It's almost time. True love can be hard to find. For some, it takes a lifetime. For him, it took a thousand years. God bless you. And now that he's finally found her, he's going to love her. I'm back. To death. Hello, everyone. You're listening to Jeff versus the World presents Bad Meaning Bad, Bad Meaning Good. I'm your host, Jay, and joining me for this episode is Shara. Shara, how you doing? I am good. Happy to be uh, back for round two of Leprechaun. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, we're going to be talking about Leprechaun 2. Uh, the last time you heard our voices together, we did Leprechaun, the first one. So I thought it would be a good idea for us to run it back and do Leprechaun 2. So, <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, yeah, you can pretty much blame me for this one. Yeah. Um, so... Before we actually get into talking about the movie, um, my question to you, um, now I can't remember if we talked about it when we did the first Leprechaun, but did you watch all the Leprechauns like when they came out or was it like at different points in times when you were like, oh, there's another Leprechaun movie? Yeah, I definitely saw the first one and Leprechaun in the Hood when they came out. Everything else I've just kind of caught and I'm I don't even think I've seen them all because I think it's like eight movies total. Yeah. Uh, well, I've, if if you don't if you don't count the the WWE produced one, which I think is Origins, if you don't count that one, uh, and I think there's another. If you don't count those, but if you just count the ones with Ward Davis, I think it's six. Six. Yeah, yeah. I've probably seen four of those. Oh wow. So Leprechaun 1 and 2 and Leprechaun in the Hood and Back to the Hood? Yeah. Oh, definitely those four. (laughs) Okay. So, all right. I'm going to put it out there right now. We're going to have to come back for Leprechaun 3 then. (laughs) When he goes to Las Vegas. (laughs) Yes. Yes, how he ended up in Las Vegas, who knows, but uh, I mean, we'll we'll get there. But I mean, for for me, uh, I think I said it on the other Leprechaun episode, I pretty much watched them when I was a kid. Like when they came out, I watched them. And after you get past three, the road really gets rough (laughs) once you get past part three, because he ends up in space and how he ends up in space they never say how or anything but some way somehow leprechaun ended up in space i don't know how he ends up anywhere well, shows up wherever okay well i i actually have a theory and 
I don't think it's the same leprechaun. Hmm. Okay. That's an interesting theory. Well, this movie kind of proves it. Because the way this movie opens with him back way back, I want to say what, around medieval times, you know, 16th century or something like that. Um, You know, he's there with his slave, basically. And, you know, it's his thousandth birthday. He won a bride whole thing. And, and of course, he basically manipulates the slave because he he knows that the woman that he wants is actually this man's daughter. And she's like, oh, well, if I get my bride, you know, you can go free. <laughs> you know, type of thing. So we, we know right off the bat the leprechaun, he is a he's a scammer, basically. We, we know this. Um, just what, what like how do you feel about this that opening scene really? I will say I wasn't as interested in this one in the beginning as the first one. Like the first one just starts <laughs> off and it's interesting from the beginning because it's just a hot mess right off the bat. <laughs> well, well, I mean when Old Grady pulls up in that limo and gets out in that baggy suit, well, you right. already knew <laughs> shenanigans was in about to ensue. Uh, so yeah i mean i guess they felt like they need to do something different and i i kind of feel that i think that's the reason why i kind of feel like this is not the same leprechaun this is a different leprechaun uh because for one he has on a cloak and it's like well in the first movie he doesn't have a cloak so where did this cloak come from and you know, yeah, it's kind of weird. And there's another scene later on in the movie uh, that I mentioned when we talk about a certain part that really, I'm like, okay, yeah, this is not the same leprechaun. Um, so the whole thing with him and the slave and everything, and but don't you think it's kind of ridiculous for how he's to get this bride where she has to sneeze three times and if no one says, bless you, she's his yeah <laughs> i don't know why that's the method <laughs> yeah it's like what and and it's not them sneezing on she's not sneezing on her own he's basically you know kind of willing it to happen and it's like what so yeah i i don't know but Jeff, uh, the, the title for this episode is basically Horny Leprechaun, because that's what he is in this movie. <laughs> we, we realize, like, yeah. And, I mean, it kind of makes sense, because when the fact that she sneezes three times and the slave, he's like, please, you know, don't, you know, it's my daughter, you know. So she sneezes that third time and he whispers, bless you, and Leprechauns get pissed, of course. And he takes off running through the, you know, forest trying to run away. Leprechaun, you know, basically uses his magic, you know, and kills him. And the daughter finds him. So what happens is, as the opening title plays, is that Leprechaun literally stalks this bloodline of women for a thousand years. (laughs) It's like, what? Like, what do you really like? I mean, yeah, 
Do they not have any leprechaun women? Like, <laughs> well, oh, I, I guess not. I mean, he. Well, I mean, later in the movie, when he when he tells Bridget about, well, there's gonna be some. He needs to make some changes to her face. It's like what? Like, huh? Like, what are you talking about? Because I mean, he. I mean, Warwick Davis is a madman in this movie, and <laughs> I mean, in the first movie, you you knew he was having fun, but this one, he he was really just allowed to just <laughs> do a lot of of crazy. But I will say this: unlike the first movie, he he doesn't go off on a bunch of like random side missions <laughs> like in the first. One. True. So, <laughs> it, I mean, there is that. Um. Yeah. So then we come to current day, and you get another scammer, and young Cody who tried to basically coerce these people into going on this, basically this janky, you know, uh, tour. And uh, let me let me ask you: if if that was you, and you came across some dude. Either if it was Cody or especially if it was Morty, would you would you agree to pay to go on this tour? Absolutely not. It's the worst tour I've ever seen. Yeah. And it, oh my God. It, it is terrible. Um and the fact that you get Clint Howard, Ron Howard's brother, Clint Howard shows up at the beginning of this movie. Cause I even said on Twitter, I was like, if Clint Howard showed up in your movie, especially in the 90s, your movie is goaded. So, um, yeah. So he he's he's the husband, and then um, uh, his wife. She's like, I want to go. I want to go. And he's like, I don't know about this. And he basically gets them to go along. And then another couple comes up, and he even, you know, suckers them into the whole thing because he's supposed to get the people for the tours, and then Morty, the great Mortimer. It's supposed to take them out in the hearse and go around to these made-up um, tourist attraction places that supposed supposedly is where old past you know Hollywood people lived um, and everything. Um, but we also were introduced to Bridget here, who is not Jennifer Aniston. <laughs> Although Bridget was almost Denise Richards. I know, I know that that would have been insane if we got Denise Richards. But wait, I'm trying to think. Why why didn't she do this movie again? I don't know. I don't remember like where it fell apart, but I remember she was like up there in the running for it. She probably read the script and was like, "I ain't doing this." I'm not doing this. Like what? Like you go find somebody else. Um, but yeah, the actress that plays Bridget, she is not a good actress at all. No, and that's probably why I've never seen her in anything else after this. (laughs) Oh well, most definitely. Um, because it, it it seemed like she was literally reading her lines off of cue cards in some scenes there were some definite looks to the side that i'm like is she reading that (laughs) it just it just even when she first walks up the way and the way she 
the way she talks is she's very wooden. And it's like, really? I mean, there's one scene later in the movie when when she's in the treehouse with Leprechaun that I was like, okay, she acted, like, where was this Bridget throughout the rest of the movie? But for the most part, her she is very wooden in this movie. And I think that really hurts. And, and if you notice, she's not in the movie a lot. Right. Because I, 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 I think they realize, like, uh, I don't know, but she's the best we got. So, I mean, we can keep her, but just cut her part down small. <laughs> because it is, it's kind of a drastic change where, you know, comparing it to the first movie, Jennifer Aniston, she's in that movie a lot, you know. Yeah. And she's your main lead. I mean, next to the leprechaun, of course, we're not counting him, but after him it's her she's she's your you know main lead of that movie here you would think that bridget would be because she is the love interest of the leprechaun unbeknownst to her of course because she she don't know anything about this when he's been stalking her bloodline for a thousand years you know but yeah she just i was like because watching it i watched this yesterday and i was like yeah, I remember like, oh, she she's not a good actress at all. Um, and I mean the dude that plays Cody, he's not much better either, but he's a little better, but he's marginally better, but yeah. yeah. And I don't think they really had too much chemistry either. Not at all. Like it's... I don't know what made them decide on this couple. <laughs> yeah, it was like and that's why I said before we actually started recording that. That's why we needed Morty. We we definitely needed him because he definitely understood the assignment in this movie. Um, so we get to him where Cody has to go get him after he's loaded up the hearse, you know, with, with these suckers. And where's Morty? He's in a damn bar drinking. And he's basically trying to scam some some guy who's passed out at the bar with him into owning 5% of his business and it would only cost him $600. If this isn't a scam, I don't know what is. Oh, right. just, just, okay. Well, like, how, how do you feel about Morty in this movie? Morty is a mess. Like I don't, I don't understand how Morty has made it this far to even still have a business. What? I mean, even even Cody at, at one point in the movie says everything is a scam to you, isn't? It? <laughs> it's, it's like, like what are you doing? I mean, there's a scene literally where he stands at the door while the piece of delivery dude is knocking on the door. He times it to where. It's 31 minutes, so that means that the pizza is free. And he literally just snatches the pizza from the guy, slams the door in his face. <laughs> like, what? Like, what are you doing? Morty is a professional scammer. <laughs> so I, I, I pose another question. Um, who's the bigger scammer, Leprechaun or Morty? I'm going to go with Morty on this one. Hmm. Okay. <laughs> 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 hey, what? Well, Okay, you know what? You're right because 
Morty tries to scam the police into investing in his everybody. <laughs> anybody, anybody that he runs into. Here's a pamphlet. Hey, well, you know, think about it, get back to him. What? Like, what are you talking about? Like and Leprechaun has a very specific goal, whereas Morty is just about scamming any and everyone at any time. Yes. Yeah, so yeah, Morty, yeah, he he's definitely the biggest scammer. It's just Leprechaun, he he scams for the purpose of he just gets a thrill out of it. That's what I I feel like with him. He just does it just for the heck of doing it. Um so Morty is basically drunk and he can't give the tour. So Cody has to basically break off the date that him and Bridget was supposed to have at the go-kart track. And he has to give the tour. And she reluctantly goes along with him. And like we talked about earlier, this has to be the worst tour ever. And they're just going around to random places and just saying that, oh, Bella Lugosi lived here and such and such, Jane Mansfield or somebody lived here. It's like, what? Like the second couple was sitting in the trunk. Like if I have to sit in the trunk, I'm not going on the tour. <laughs> like, I'm he was not a big dude too. <laughs> like you literally got this man crammed in the in the like you say the trunk basically, and he's a big heavy set dude. Like so you know he was pissed. He didn't have any leg room, so you know he was mad. Um, Clint Howard was mad because he knew it was a scam right from the get go. So yeah, you just got a bunch of pissed off people. But especially, the, it's funny the men were pissed off, but the women they were just they were just there, <laughs> you know. In a way, the wife she was happy. Clint Howard's wife in the movie she was happy, you know. Just oh look at this. Oh. But Clint was like, this this is some bull. Like I'll let you talk me into this. Um. So, but I, I did find it funny when they got to the Bella Lugosi one, and then uh, the black lady shows up and throws the, <laughs> the water at it. Like get the hell out of here! Like I'm tired of y'all coming around here. And it was like, who the hell is that? Uh, that, that was Bella Lugosi's niece, Stella Lugosi. Like, really? I'm like, oh my God. So then, okay. When they're sitting there and that bum just pops up, <laughs> I'm, I'm like, yeah, he, he was scary looking anyway. But you realize, like, ah, oh, he, he's just a, he's an innocent, really. Like they just happen to be in his uh, land, and then we, we kind of stay with him for a while, and we stay with him because he goes and lays down by this tree, and he's drinking, and then his bottle starts to pull into the tree, and okay, this introduction of Leprechaun, I'm like, what is this? Like the tree literally opens up. And you you have like the fire behind it. He has the he has the whiskey bottle in his hand. He raises his arms up as if he's free or something. And he's like, ah, takes a drink, spits it out, and say the only whiskey is Irish whiskey because it's Canadian blend. <laughs> what okay, what what kind of introduction is this? I have not like I need them to explain this to me like I'm five like why is he coming out of the tree like why was he trapped in there what what's happening 
Why is his introduction this? It's, it's, it's like a grand entrance, really. It's like, <laughs> ah, here I am. You know, like you say, was he trapped in it? Because, okay, at least in the first movie, we understood O'Grady traps him in that crate with the four-leaf clover. Right. And he only gets out of it because Ozzy was goofing around in the basement, knocks the four-leaf clover off. So he comes out of the crate. We understood that. But here, he's just chilling in this hell basement tree because I, I swear that's where he came from, hell, because the flames <laughs> that was from the tree. So it's like, what, it's like, what is this? And there's a lot of white space in this where they don't explain because like the last we saw of him was him in the woods, dis- well, disappearing from the woods after he kills the guy. And there's nothing in between then and him showing up now. Yeah, so how okay, so if this all took place in okay, the opening took place in Ireland, how did he get to America? Right, like they just leave so much unexplained in this. You see, that's why I don't think it's the same leprechaun because the first leprechaun <laughs> he got killed with the four leaf clover and tossed down the whale. So I don't know, uh, maybe, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm thinking too much, <laughs> I'm thinking too much about it. Cause it's gonna make my head hurt. Um. So yeah, he comes out of the tree. Like I said, the whole thing with him drinking it, Canadian blend, and all that. The the homeless dude, he looks at him, he smiles, and he makes the mistake of smiling because he has a gold tooth. And we know our friend the leprechaun; he loves gold. So he literally traps this man with tree vines, and. Yanks and pulls his gold tooth out of his mouth. So, Leprechaun introduction in this movie is him robbing somebody of a gold tooth. Like, what? Like, it can't even be worth that much. Was it even worth the effort? (laughs) Well, apparently to him it was, but, (laughs) but you know what? I think. That actually comes back to bite him in the end. <laughs> and we'll talk about that. So, yeah, like you say, was it really worth it for him to to do that? So the bum, he takes off running because, yeah, he just literally got his tooth <laughs> yanked out by a freaking leprechaun. And, yeah, that's, like I say, that's just a crazy scene. Um, So we go back to Cody, who's given the worst tour of all time probably and Bridget is not having it at all she is pissed with him she doesn't want to deal with him and they end up at the go-kart track and Clint Howe's like what are we doing here it's like oh uh, it's a bathroom break and the wife was like oh thank god because she, she had to use the bathroom the whole time so Bridget gets out of the car they go inside and we meet Ian, who basically has a thing for Bridget and doesn't care that Cody is right there as he's like basically flirting with her. So, it, okay, it's never fully explained. Are Cody and, and Bridget actually in a real relationship or do they kind of sort of like each other, but they haven't made anything official? 
Yeah, they weren't really clear on that. I mean, they talk about a date in the beginning, but then like Ian doesn't seem to think this is a problem. So exactly because he literally puts his arm around her and says, Let's go have fun. Like, what? Like, wait a minute. You rode here with me. Why are you on you letting this other dude put his arm around you just walk off? So yeah, it's and the fact that, in a way, Bridget was kind of gaslighting him, too. Like, with little things that she was saying. And it's like, yeah. So, their relationship is weird in this movie, especially in the beginning. And so, yeah, I don't, I don't know. It's, it's just kind of weird. So, she goes off with with Ian and, and to go-karting and, and freaking Cody is, is left... <laughs> It's left with the tour. It's like, really? See, I wouldn't have went and saved her if if I was if I was him. You gonna leave me? Nah. <laughs> you better, somebody somebody else better save you. It's not gonna be me. She but, was still mad about the date that didn't happen. Well, the the date that went from being her and Cody to her and Ian is was what <laughs> happened. So, yeah, yeah they, like I said, they didn't. Bridget and she she could have been left for the leprechaun if it was me but <laughs> um so Cody he's pissed and everything the tour is not going right and they're like yeah we want to get back so he's like you want to get back all right so he just hits the gas like his grand theft auto and just so happened there's a cop car <laughs> so he gets pulled over he gets arrested and Morty has to come and bail him out. And oh my God, Morty is literally trying to scam this this cop who is basically alt world Samuel L. Jackson. Um, because that's who he looked like. <laughs> he looked like Samuel L. Jackson. And when they read off the the charges of what Cody is charged with, he had a. He he was caught with a drive with a a learner's driver's license for one. No seat belts. Passenger endangerment, and I think there was another one too. And the only reason why he was being let go is because he was he's a minor. Yeah, Cody was wilding. <laughs> so, but. But like, but like we talked about earlier, Morty is literally trying to scam the two cops. Just that both just so happen to be black that he's talking to, because the the sergeant at the front desk was black, and the guy who the cop who brings Cody out, he was black, and he's trying to scam them. I'm like, uh, okay, Morty, I see what's going on here. All right, I I see. Uh huh. Yeah, he tried to scam Great Value Sam Jackson and steal his pen. <laughs> Yes, he put his pen in pocket like it wasn't nothing. But but yeah, I like how you said a great value, Sam Jackson. He he's like, oh, my pen. Like, I'm not <laughs> listening to nothing you say. I didn't heard it all. I've probably seen it all. You you just a scammer. I, he's probably like, how we've never caught you before. That's probably <laughs> what he was thinking. Right. <laughs> so uh the, the other cop brings Cody out, takes the handcuffs off. And I like how Morty is like, like, what did you think that they was not gonna catch you? 
and everything. This this is LA's finest. As soon as he walks away, it's like, okay, good job. You know, you know, it's like, okay, let's get the hell out of here. You know, it's like more is it is a scammer through and through. But they come back and get him in the end too. Um so Leprechaun. He he basically now okay, how the hell did he find out where Bridget lived? Because he just shows up. So many holes in this plot. Like it, it, it doesn't make it doesn't make sense at all. Like how he just oh this is uh I forgot exactly what the guy's name was, but oh this is his blood. So and he just shows up to at her house and he hides out in the garage for one. And he watches as Ian, you know, brings Bridget home, but she kind of turns him down in a way. So maybe she is, you know, into Cody, but she just was upset with him and know that him and Ian don't get along. So uh, let me just entertain Ian, basically. And then, you know, just use her. You basically use him for go-karting. That's what she did, really. So Bridget, you know what? Bridget's no good as I think about it. (laughs) (laughs) She's really not. (laughs) She was definitely using Ian to make Cody jealous. Yes. And it's like, but why? Like, okay. Like, is this the first time this happened with them? But after one little, the fact that he had to take up for more, because we find out now, we don't know if this is honestly true, which I kind of do think it is. But Morty is e uh, not Ian, but uh, Cody's legal guardian. So they're basically family. So the fact that Morty couldn't give the tour, it's like, yeah, you know he 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 had to step in and take up for you know Morty, who's family in a sense, and everything. So how could Bridget really get mad about that? Yeah, I can only assume this must happen all the time, and that's why she was mad. Probably so, but I mean, but but it's Morty, so the man's a the man is a walking menace. So, <laughs> yeah. But um, so Leprechaun, let's say he shows up at at Bridget's, and now okay, this is what this is how we know Ian is stupid. He walks Bridget inside the house so when he gets ready to leave he sees her in the garage for him to come to why would he think that that was really her Ian is not a bright guy (laughs) you just saw her in the house first of all she punched you before you left yes oh like why would she be in the garage calling you back so he so he goes to the garage where she's enticing him and we realize well, I mean we already know but to confirm it we see where Leprechaun is basically hiding because he's manipulating this whole situation and we realize, we, we realize what he's really looking at is two big rotating blades of and everything. I was trying to figure out what exactly because I was like, okay, it's not a lawnmower. So I was like, what the heck really is that? I think it was. Like, they had prop. He, he had propped up. <laughs> yeah, 
but you don't. Yeah, he know. had it turned on the side, but like, why anybody would have their lawnmower stored like that? I mean, if you're gonna have it like that, you have them facing the other way, not outward. But okay. Um. So yeah, that's what he's really looking at. So Bridget starts to undress, and you know, she takes off her top and everything. And we clearly know this is a body double because you never see the actress that plays Bridget and who the body <laughs> that it really is in the same shot. So, you know, that's a body double. But anyway, um, so Cody, I mean, Cody, geez, Ian has his face like literally inches away from these blades. And right when he's about to go in thinking he's going to, you know, have a good time. He gets his face, you know, chopped all up. And why is Leprechaun so excited about this when he jumps <laughs> up and comes around? Like, like why? He uh, Lepre- Leprechaun is a, he he really gets a thrill out of torturing people. Yeah, because he really could have just let that man keep walking. <laughs> exactly. But no, let let me. You know, well, you know what? Maybe it was because Leprechaun felt like he was impeded on his territory. Because, like, you know, in Leprechaun mind, he owns Bridget. You know, it's like nobody else knows this. Not even Bridget knows this, but to Leprechaun, she's his. So any other man is just in the way. So. And then he comes out, and of course he does the voice. Like, was it as good enough for you as it was for me? It's like, what? Like, and then he just strolls off, you know, walking away like it's like it's nothing. Like, all right. So, so um, Cody, uh, after he leaves Morty, he shows he goes to Bridget's house, and they're talking to this, that, and the other. Why does Leprechaun pop up? <laughs> from around the corner and I would say this that probably is like Bridget's best acting in this movie but she see him she literally screams like she's scared to death <laughs> and rightfully so I mean if I was in my kitchen he'd come popping around I'd be like what the, the hell are you doing here type of thing but so you get this whole thing Cody I mean he does like try to spring into action because it's like what the heck is this but Leprechaun takes him out and by dropping the uh, pots and pans all on his head, knocks him out. Why does why does Bridget run past the leprechaun? Now, don't try to knock him over or nothing. She just runs past him and leaves Cody to try to get out of there. So once again, Bridget is not a good person. Bridget was going to save herself, and that's all to it. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, Cody, you find your own way or something Uh, i'm I'm gonna get out of here but she has a standoff with the leprechaun because leprechaun sets up ian's uh body hanging from you know the front you know the old horror trick uh let me let me stash a body here so you'll find it type of situation and we see with cody's uh, ian's face has been mangled all up and we get the whole thing with her and the leprechaun and i mean cody does try to save her but I mean, Leprechaun, you know, he, he has to take her. He basically knocks Cody out again. And he starts to hold, he does the whole vanishing thing. So now correct me if I'm wrong. We don't see him do that in the first movie. 
Um, he did once. Once. Yeah. Okay. okay, but here he does it a lot. <laughs> so that's why I don't think it's the same leprechaun. I think this leprechaun is a little bit more advanced than the one from the first movie. Just remember the first half of the first one. Um, he's like trying to get his powers up. Like his powers are weakened, so he can't do everything he normally does. And then by the end, his powers are back to normal. And then he does do the disappearing thing. That is true. So yeah, because well, we do get his pot of gold, but his pot of gold in this movie is a little different. He just has a bunch of random gold stuff. It's not all gold coins. So yeah, it's just gold anything this time. Yeah, anything gold, it, it goes in the pot. So, so they leave, and um, you know, Cody is pretty much left, you know, there and everything. And now, okay, this is what I didn't understand. How did they kind of? I know I'm kind of jumping around for a second, but later in the movie, they basically say, "Okay, we found the, the dead kid." Bridget's missing. Cody is prime suspect. How? So I remember there was a thing with the flowers he gave her. And I guess either they so they somehow know the flowers came from Cody. Because they mentioned that when he's a suspect. But but uh, yeah, I guess. But still, like, I, I mean, there, there's no evidence really to show that Cody killed Ian and you know took off with Bridget from the police standpoint. Yeah, no, they were definitely grasping at straws. They were like, okay, this guy left these flowers here, so he must be our killer. Like, it didn't make any sense. <laughs> so that could have been literally anybody, <laughs> right? Anybody could have been the suspect. Um, but in the process of that whole thing, um, that's where Cody ends up with Leprechaun's gold coin. And it's ironic that of all the gold that he has in that uh, pot, he only has one gold coin. And it some way somehow falls out of the pot and it rolled over to Cody. So Cody ended up with the gold coin and everything. Unbeknownst of course to Leprechaun until later when he's at the treehouse, you know, with his with his bride. Now I will say this Leprechaun was trying to, you know, he was trying to mack on uh you know Bridget. He wasn't just trying to be like, you know, you know, he brings her in, shows her around, you know, he got a little wine bar. And everything you know he's trying to get some you know hey, let me let me pull some drinks here let me let me set the mood you know and everything and bridget she's like i ain't having this because i don't know what you are what the heck is this tree house that you got here and she tries to she basically hits him in the back of the head knocks him out she tries to run off but because it's a leprechaun's tree house you know it's it's filled with magic and she ends up running to her ancestor because <laughs> basically leprechaun killed the dude and put him in the treehouse um like ah he, there's a resemblance uh, you have his cheekbones <laughs> which i'm like leprechaun. him and these one-liners it's just like yeah he, he needs to stop 
but um just how how do you feel about Wart Davis in this in this one compared to his performance in the first one? I feel like his performance is definitely carrying this one more so than it did in the first one. Yeah, I mean, he, I, I, I feel like that he might be having a little bit more freelance fun, even though in the first one he was just doing a bunch of shenanigans. I, I think they were just like saying, here, play with this, play with that. But I think in this one, he was allowed to actually kind of truly have fun in the role, not just with a bunch of props. Because, you know, like we talked about it when we did Leprechaun, he is like, oh, here's some skates. Here's this mini car. Here's this tricycle. Play with this. Here's a pogo stick. Play with this. You know, that's funny. But it wasn't really the character here is like, he's having fun within the character. Yeah. So that was one thing I did like about how they went about his character in this movie. Um, Because keep in mind that him playing this character is one of the reasons why he got to a point. He's like, you know what? I'm tired of playing Leprechaun. (laughs) (laughs) So, yeah, but at least here he was still having fun. I mean, it's the, it's the second one, so it's like okay, I'm having fun within the character. Whereas by the time we get to him in the hood, it's just he's kind of going through the motions a little bit. But um, back to Leprechaun Two. So yeah, Cody's prime suspect and Bridges' disappearance and Ian's death. Morty, of all people is basically trying to you know figure out okay what the hell exactly is going on and how i can get my boy out of this situation because cody does go to go to morty's but the cops are there and morty's like you know you know disappear for a second and you know they have a whole meeting inside his apartment and he's telling morty like there's a leprechaun and it's funny like as much as morty is a scammer he doesn't believe what Cody is telling him no, until like this is not. I don't know what you're talking about, <laughs> <laughs> right? It's like it's like come on, dude. It's like you're a scammer. You should know. Like okay, yeah, Cody's not gonna just make this up. This has to be legit, even though even though it sounds crazy, but because I know you, this has to be legit. But he doesn't believe him until, of course. Leprechaun shows up and knocks him out with with his with his uh what, what was that with his stick what the heck was that I don't know some some stick he had but anyway knocks him out and he chases Cody around the apartment he's like you know give me the coin and I'll give you Bridget it's like you for real it's like yes you can yes trust me. But he takes he takes his hand, puts it behind his back, crosses his finger, and it's like Leprechaun really is no good. And Cody is actually about to fall for that until Morty knocks the bookcase down on it. Like, like, don't you you're not supposed to trust a leprechaun? Let's get the hell out of here. So when they go to escape, that's when you find out, oh, the leprechaun is actually 
you know, iron hurts the leprechaun. So they kind of set it in motion, like, okay, there is something that you can use to defeat him. Because unlike the first movie, there is no four-leaf clover. So they they had to come up with something different. Um, That kind of ties into your theory about there being more than one leprechaun. Because why cast iron for this one and a four-leaf clover for the first one? Yeah. That made no sense. But But I guess because the first movie dealt was trying to go with the whole true Irish, you know, mythos of, of leprechauns. So, ah, four-leaf clover. Yeah. So, because I, I don't know exactly where the iron part comes from. I probably have to look that up to see, like, where does that fit in with, like, leprechauns. But, yeah, iron, it, it hurts the leprechaun. So, they run off and tries to come up with a plan. And the place that they decide to come up with a plan is because this is Morty who's trying to come up with a plan. They go to his favorite spot, which is that damn bar again. And they're in the bathroom trying to figure things out. And Morty's like, you know what? I need a drink. (laughs) Because I guess it's been more than two hours. He hasn't had a drink. So he needs to go get a drink. Now, now this scene here is Morty leaves the bathroom. Cody's in there and this misdirect is like one of the funniest things ever because you see the door open and these little shoes <laughs> come walking in. So you naturally think that it's the leprechaun and then comes around the corner. It's freaking Tony Cox <laughs> of all people. It's like, what the hell is he doing in this movie? And if you don't know who Tony Cox is, you've seen him if you've seen friday you've seen him if you've seen bad santa you've seen him um hell uh, me myself and irene at the very beginning he's in that i mean and he's pretending to be a leprechaun because keep in mind this movie takes place around saint patrick's day so he comes in and cody was scared to death at first but then when he see him he's like okay but he's still a little bit creeped out because it's like, why are you coming in the bathroom? It's like, hey, man, you want me gold? And he gives that weird smile. Because I remember seeing this as a kid. Oh, I kind of thought for a second, I'm like, is this really the leprechaun just pretending to be a real person? Yeah, it definitely seemed like a setup at first. Yeah, because he gives that like that weird smile, and Cody's like, "No, man, I'm good." And he heard and gets out of there. Now, what happens after that might be one of the funniest things ever. Because why do? Okay, the the filmmakers of this movie are are, are ridiculous too. Because this scene, Cody leaves the bathroom. Why does Tony Cox, he goes over to the urinal. Keep in mind now, he's, what, three feet tall, if that. He walks over to the urinal, puts the pot down, looks at the urinal. Keep keep in mind now, he's three feet tall. So his head is basically at the same level as the bottom of the urinal. What was he going to (laughs) do? Because I still try to figure this out because he even looks at it like, okay, how am I supposed to do this? 
Yeah. <laughs> and they cut it. So it's like, cl- clearly he did not pee inside of this urinal. He pissed on the floor underneath. He had to. And I, I never understand why did they leave that in there? Like, what was the purpose of them leaving that? Yeah. Because it, made no, it makes no sense. It didn't do anything to drive the story forward at all. So. <laughs> but, but it makes for <laughs> it makes for a funny moment because it's like, how is he supposed to? How is he supposed to pee at this urinal when his his face is literally eye level with the bottom of the of the thing? He's underneath it. So, yeah, that, that that's just something that I've always thought about. That scene. It's like, why is this scene in this movie? And why did they leave that in the movie? But it makes for a funny moment. So Cody rushes out. He goes over to Morty, who's at the bar. He's like, come on, we got, you know, we got to get out of here. Leprechaun, da, da, da. It's like Morty is over there having a stare off with him because we find out the leprechaun is already at the bar and he's on the other side of the bar. And then he teleports over to them. And the whole thing about, you know, getting Bridget back and everything. So Morty comes up with the bright idea of basically putting the leprechaun, you know, on blast in front of everybody. It's like, hey, my little buddy here, you know, he just got married, you know, everything. You know, let's let's have a drink and everything. And leprechaun's looking like, why are you putting all this attention on me? You know, I'm supposed to hide in plain sight if I'm around people. Because he was, he was pissed. So so Morty's like, what's wrong? You you, you know, you know, you're not gonna drink with me. So, so then of course he he kind of he puts the leprechaun out there. It's like, oh well, I guess it's true what they say that all you know Irish people can't hold their liquor and everything. So this is where leprechaun gets pissed. He's like, all right, okay, yeah, there you go, and had a drink, and then leprechaun gets surprised because he actually has a fan base of the other little people that's there. I think that kind of freaked him out. Like, oh, I got some people in my corner here. All right. So Morty he tells the bartenders like, hey, um, you know, give me that special ride that's, that you get, you know, that you got behind the bar. Now, I have a theory that that was that wasn't actual whiskey. I feel like that was moonshine in that bottle. Because Morty was used to drinking it, but Leprechaun, <laughs> he didn't know what that was. Because he just used to drinking Irish whiskey. But this had a different type of a kick to it. So they have a drink off. And I'm going to ask you, who who do you think won this drink off? I'm going to say Morty won that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. Because Leprechaun was down bad after that. He he's <laughs> drunk. He's looking at the bottom of the bottle. He's stumbling and fumbling his words all over the place. And Lou almost lost his hat. And don't remember that he's a leprechaun a leprechaun. Because he said a leprechaun, not con. <laughs> yeah, he just he was just he was out of it. And I don't th- like I said, I don't think that that was real I don't think that was whiskey I think that was moonshine that it was drinking <laughs> but while all that was going on 
we have to go back to Bridget, of course, because I mean, <laughs> she's in the movie too, right? Um, she's trying to find a way out of this treehouse, but uh, like Leprechaun said, this treehouse is full of magic, and it's not gonna let her leave. And she was just getting frustrated that she couldn't get out of the treehouse. She um, is just not doing a good job of even trying to find a solution, though. Well, I, I mean. I mean, when you think about it, to, to be fair, she's she she's been kidnapped by this maniac, you know, that said that that she's his bride, you know, out of nowhere, and takes her to this random place that she don't know where the heck she is. She tries to leave, but there's no way out, and she even tries to use the old, you know. Uh, let me leave a rock trail so I can, you know, leave a trail. But as she leaves the rocks down, the rocks start to disappear. So the rocks that she dropped way too close together in the first place. Look, well, look, we're, not, <laughs> we're not saying that Bridget is the smartest person in the world, but yeah. Um, but she was she was still trying. I, I would give her that. She was trying to find a way out at least she just didn't sit there you know and just like eh, well i'm here okay um because the whole thing with because ian, uh, ian why do you want to call him in um cody he he couldn't understand why morty wanted to keep the leprechaun there and when morty told us like relax like as long as he's here with us bridget is safe which was a kind of a smart thing when you think about it um so leprechaun is drunk off his head and everything so morty literally grabs him up and say oh you thought you was clever and he basically does a rhyme of his own that rhymes with his name being morty which i, I thought that was kind of funny and leprechaun i guess still being out of it he tries to levitate a, a saucer and they're looking like, what the heck? And Leprechaun's eyes are just <laughs> glazed over. He don't know what's going on. And the sausage just falls. And it's like, all right, where's Bridget? But some way, somehow, I guess that kind of triggered him back to his senses in a way because he puts on the jukebox, which freaks out Morty, and he bashes Morty over the head with the bottle. And he takes off and he disappears. So they're left with that. Now, this next scene. Leprechaun really was hungover because he had to go to a coffee shop <laughs> to get some coffee. So that's how you know he was just completely out of it. But uh, did you notice who, who was running this coffee shop? Yeah, wasn't he on... Um... Wasn't he on Mad TV? He was, but more recently, he was in a little movie uh, where he plays Little John. Hmm. Halloween Kills? That was him. Yes. Yes. Michael McDonald shows up <laughs> in this freaking movie, right? But it's funny because I naturally I thought I was like, 
It's Little John. It's funny, even though I know him from Mad TV and all that stuff. When I first I was like, Little John is here, right? So he, of course, like, all right, okay, pay your tab. It's time to go. So Leprechaun's like, Ugh. you know, he's still hung over. Like, I ain't going away. Like, all right, come on. So, of course, Michael. Uh, well, for the purpose of it, I'm gonna, I'm gonna call him Little John. Little John is, is basically like keep poking at him, you know, talking about him being a, a dwarf, and, and then about you know and everything like that. And Leprechaun's getting pissed. He's like, I'm not a dwarf. I'm a Leprechaun. Like basically, look, there's a difference. So, what really irritates him is like, oh well, you know, like uh, you know, gold car, master car, whatever you got. Oh, so it's me, gold you want? Like, yeah, sure. <laughs> Shouldn't have said that because Leprechaun don't know anything about freaking gold cards. So he literally takes that as a threat. <laughs> you know, he's like almost like Michael Jordan, and I took that person. So he literally stabs this man in the hands right in front of the steamer and proceeds to burn his face off and just laughs about it the whole time and it's like like what is wrong with him like you just just a menace like you just kill people for the sake of killing people knew he was gonna die horribly the second he came on screen (laughs) well pretty much um, I mean, I will say that his death in Halloween Kill was was better than what happened to him here, because we don't actually see his death in Halloween Kills um, and everything. But so he kills him, and oh, and keep in mind, I forgot because I failed to mention the one scene when Leprechaun was on. He was on the street using his stick to basically use it like a compass to figure out which way to go to find his gold coin and the guy comes up to him and throws down a quarter to him. It's like, what is this? Because it was, it was like, it's a quarter. But he sees that the guy has on a gold ring and he snatches the dude ring off, well, finger off with the ring on it. Starts laughing like a madman. It says finger licking good. That's like, so basically he robbed two people in this, in this movie of, of their gold. It's like really, so so that's probably why that's probably why his pot of gold has all this random gold in it because he just he's been robbing people. <laughs> so it's like, it's like what? Like what are you doing? You just been robbing people for a thousand years? Is that what you've been doing? Like, and my biggest question is, that's all you've managed to get in a thousand years? Well, I mean. <laughs> Well, you know, maybe he, you know what, maybe he, he robs people for a little while and then he has to go back to his tree house to hide out. So, you know, he has to, he has to hide out for a time and then he makes his grand reappearance. So, yeah. Um, so after that whole thing, um, the, uh, Morty and Cody, they decide to, you know, they got to come up with a plan of how to get the leprechaun. So they go to the, they go back to the go kart track because they're gonna go to the office to get the, the big iron, uh, safe that we saw earlier when Cody and and Bridget first went there to see Ian. 
And when they they go inside and everything, it's okay. We're gonna get this out. Well, Morty's like, okay, well, let me get the hearse. I'll bring it, you know, closer because this thing is heavy. He goes outside, and you have this renter cop who takes his job a little way too seriously. Damn near breaks Morty's arm, pushes him against the uh, hearse, and and everything. Okay, why did they have to have this this random? security guard i mean i know why eventually but yeah. this dude really took his job too seriously he yes top flight security was ready <laughs> <laughs> so so he handcuffs morty to the hearse he goes inside looking for cody and he doesn't find him because cody hides up in the ceiling he leaves leprechaun shows up in the ceiling with Cody. Cody basically dives out of the ceiling, basically, to the floor. And Leprechaun's like, he won't, he's like, I want me gold. You know, so it's that whole trope. I want me gold. And Cody, I think that was like a lamp or something. He tosses up there at Leprechaun, but Leprechaun, he never comes down to get him. See, Leprechaun basically could have had Cody, but he but he decides he want to play games because more he, the the top flight security goes back out to Morty. He uncuffs Morty. He's like, you know what, office. He's like, sir, we got off on the wrong foot. You know, maybe if you unhandcuff me and I can reach my wallet, maybe we can come to an understanding. He's like, oh, you trying to bribe me? Pretty much like, yeah, that's what I'm trying to do. Like, like, what are we talking about here? So while that's going on. Morty knocks knocks out the cop. He bends down and is hovering over the cop. Leprechaun comes out of nowhere and starts beating the hell out of Morty with that <laughs> stick. And he gets even more pissed. I'm like, Leprechaun is a gangster because it's one, it's one shot of that where he's pointing the stick down at him but the way he's framed all you see is his eyes and it's like yeah morty is about to die <laughs> that's right. what's about to happen here so, but the only thing that saves him is cody who's inside and he tells the leprechaun like here's your gold coin you know give me bridget and leprechaun is like he's pissed at this point it's like no it's like give me the gold coin and i will let you live like you don't get bridget anymore like just give me my gold, and I'll and I'll leave y'all alone. So they're going back and forth, and because the whole doggy door is there, Leprechaun figuring, oh, I can just go dive through the doggy door and and get you, but because Cody was actually thinking on his feet, Leprechaun dives in, goes into the safe, and they actually trap the Leprechaun in this safe. So he's trapped. He's done for, even though. Him being inside the safe doesn't really get them to Bridget, but it stops him from being a menace for a second. So let me ask you this. Why did they decide to have Morty go rogue? I feel like that's just who Morty is. But he is, but at the same time, it's like, okay, the leprechaun is in the safe. You could have did all this other random stuff that you're trying to do right now after y'all gotten Bridget back. But no. 
he locks Cody in the supply closet and starts demanding that the leprechaun gives him three wishes. And the first wish is for his pot of gold. So what happens when um when he actually gets the gold? How does he actually get the gold, Cheryl? Oh, Morty, just why didn't he know like you need to be specific with the wish? So he got the pot of gold, but it's inside of him. Yes. The pot of gold manifests inside of him. And he gets this huge stomach and he's like, get it out of me. Get it out of me. <laughs> and so that was his first wish. And his second, so he starts pleading with the leprechaun to get it out of him. He's like, well, you have to wish me out. He's like, I wish for you to get out. He's like, what the hell are you? He's like, you got to open the door. <laughs> so the leprechaun forces him to use one of the wishes that he didn't have to use. But because Morty is in a state of pain and shock and whatever else he got going on right now. So he struggles. He opens the safe. The leprechaun gets out. He's like, all right, you're free. Now get it out of me. So he's like, I wish you to get it out of me. So that's his third wish. And Leprechaun literally gets it out of him by slicing him open and pulls the safe out. So Morty's dead. He's like, aren't you going to say? He's like, sorry, friend. You're all out of wishes. You know, things like, like Morty did get what he deserved, really. He truly did. Yeah, when you think about it, he got what he deserved. But he didn't have to use that second wish when all he had to do was just open the safe and he still had the one wish and he was like, okay, save me. You know, type of thing. Right, you were like two feet from the safe. You couldn't just... <laughs> but he wasn't thinking. He probably, like I say, he's in a state of shock that he got a damn pot of gold literally inside his stomach. But, okay, this is the other scene I was referring to about this is about the... Uh, the first movie in this movie. So how did O'Grady trap that leprechaun, take his bag of gold and get back to America? Whereas Morty, you had him trapped, but you let the leprechaun get the upper hand on you. Right. Like, I would have just left the leprechaun trapped and not worried about the gold. Like, Morty was being greedy. Yeah, pretty much. And, but but it just it just proved that O'Grady was, like I say, they, I think we talked about it on the episode, but I've, I've won a, I want a prequel of O'Grady in Ireland catching the leprechaun because how did he do it? Yeah. Because, you know, this scene actually makes O'Grady catching the leprechaun in the first movie even more interesting. Because it's like, okay, O'Grady had, you know, maybe he had some, uh, you know, some skills that we didn't know about if he was able to do that. I feel like O'Grady probably practiced for this because he had that four-leaf clover ready in the drawer at home, like... (laughs) feel like this was his plan all along that is true but 
I do. For some reason, I want that that old gritty, <laughs> that old old gritty prequel movie or something. Um, so Morty dies, and the leprechaun, you know, he disappears. Cody gets out. The uh, well, he gets out and he find you know sees Morty. Morty's dead. He goes to leave, and our favorite, you know, top flight security guard, he comes back, and he's like, "What is what is happening here?" He's about to take Cody in, and good old Leprechaun. So in this movie, he does get to play with one toy. He gets to play with a go kart. <laughs> so so he he's back to his Fast and Furious. So that goes back to what how you connected. The Fast and Furious universe to this, where you know Dominic Toretto, you know him and Dominic Toretto, they were they were cooling at some point in LA, right? He went to a family barbecue. Yeah, yeah, he he was yeah he's part of family, you know. Good lord, um, so the okay, this cop is the worst because he literally takes off running in a straight line. As the leprechaun runs him down, clips him at the ankles, he he basically breaks his neck because you see how he falls. Like, oh yeah, he's done. Turns around and proceeds to run over this man, and and is laughing like a madman the whole time that he does it. <laughs> he comes back for Cody, and Cody realizes that oh, this gold coin coin it protects me. Because yeah, Leprechaun did try to run him down, but he he goes right through him and it pisses the Leprechaun off because Leprechaun realized like, oh, he's protected. So now I have to kind of you know readjust my strategy. So he leaves Cody. Now I, I, I don't know, maybe I'm forgetting something here, but how did Cody know to go to this go to this treehouse? Yeah, I don't, I didn't catch that either. Like, I don't know how he knew that's where she would be. Because it's not, because I mean, when they show where that tree was, there's like a, like a hundred something trees in this area. How would he know to go to that exact tree house? So, yeah, well, maybe it was the power of the coin or something. I don't know. I think, or wasn't, did that have something to do with the chore because wasn't it at a house that was like on a tour stop on the tour stop? Yeah, because that's what a, that's what the uh, the bum was at one of the stops. Yeah. yeah. Okay. But even still, they they don't explain like how Cody because he just randomly shows up. But before he actually shows up, Leprechaun goes back because he you know he's like he got to readjust and you know you know kind of because now he's on the defensive here and. Bridget is actually waiting for him because she's put on the dress that he wanted her to wear. He's put she's put that on and she's like being a real attentive to him. And it kind of freaks him out at first. Like, wait a minute, this, this don't seem right. Like, why are you all into me now? First, you were playing hard to get. Now you all into me. You you concerned about what I'm doing. But, you know, Leprechaun being a typical man, he kind of forgets about it. And just like he's he's happy that his woman is, you know, I guess interested in how his day is going, I, I guess, or something. I don't know. But you know, he's sitting there, he's trying to figure things out. 
he turns his back and she has this I don't know what or or whatever it was Uh, and I would say this Leprechaun has the toughest skin I've ever seen because she stabs him with this thing and it doesn't penetrate his body at all it just bends all up and he jumps up and it's like what like you just tried to stab me in the back like really it's like this is my or my my daddy gave me the gave me this <laughs> like wait a minute your dad like well, what the hell is your dad or anything no left car had a dad but okay it's like my father gave me this it's like you broke it <laughs> he, he was hurt <laughs> so so this pisses him off even more i think he was more pissed about the fact that his oar was broken more so than the fact that Bridget tried to stab him. Right. So he ends up, you know, bounding her and everything. And then, like I say, Cody, he just magically shows up at in the treehouse. So, like, how the hell did he get there? Because they don't show it. He just, he's there. And, you know, Bridget gets free. Now, I laugh at this every time because she knocks his hat off. And we find out, oh, we see why Leprechaun wears that top hat because he's bald. <laughs> <laughs> and he even freaks like, oh, oh, wait a minute. No, no breeze up here on top of my head. No, not supposed to happen. So he starts scrambling for the hat. They take off running in different directions. So he's, he he look at this as a game, which is funny. Cause it's all a game to the leprechaun because he gets excited and just start running around like oh uh, you know i, I have I'm, ha- I'm having fun now and everything so you get this whole chase and why does cody end up getting into a damn fight with a skeleton <laughs> poor oday <laughs> <laughs> he just cannot rest in peace <laughs> he's, just- yes, he, he's, he's still a slave he still the leprechaun's sleeve. And Cody literally has to fight a dog on skeleton. It's like, oh my God. So Cody he ends up, you know, getting rid of OD and and everything. Bridget, uh, I don't know what the heck she thought she was doing, but she just lost in there and then Cody finds her. Well, actually, before he finds her, Leprechaun actually traps him in like a bunch of thorns or something and is demanding him to give him the coin and all this type of stuff. And it's just like, what is, what the hell is happening in this tree house? This, this tree house is just ridiculous. But, and the fact, okay. The fact that they gave him a tree house, that, that was even, it, it kind of goes back to the first one. Okay. Here's another kitty thing. Hey, let's give him a tree house. So. Yeah. They, they just, there's, there's, like I say, there's a lot of randomness in, in these, especially the first two movies. Well, all of them, really, but especially with these, as far as the whole kitty stuff that they have the leprechaun doing. Yeah. So, I mean, we kind of go around and around for a little while. Um, leprechaun basically tricks, well, he doesn't trick Cody and Bridget, but he basically lets them think, like, well, if, y- if y'all think y'all can get out of here, they try and try it and they literally run around and always come back to the same spot and they get pissed so leprechaun just literally burst up out of a damn 
thing looked like a pumpkin, but it's not a pumpkin. He just burst out of it. Like, surprise, you know, type of thing. They get into a whole fight altercation and everything. And because Bridget, okay, so he, he took Bridget, which was interesting, Leprechaun did. I know I'm kind of jumping around, but he took Bridget, but Bridget comes back to Cody. Right, so we're thinking that it's really Bridget, and Bridget's like, Oh, let's just give him the gold coin because that's what he wants. We give this to him, and he'll let us go. And Cody being foolish, you're like, oh, Okay, here's the coin. And so he gives her the coin, she starts backing away from him, starts laughing like a maniac. And we realized that it was really the leprechaun pretending to be Bridget. So he's all excited, he's like, He's at full power. You thought you were gonna outsmart me. So he thinks that he's he didn't kill Cody when he throws the uh like the iron thing at him. And he's like, oh, Cody's dead. He's like, okay. So I guess it's up to Bridget to have to save the day. But that's not truly the case because Cody actually still had the gold coin. And we find that out when he stabs the leprechaun with the iron because the leprechaun's like, what the hell just happened? How did I get stabbed? Are you supposed to be dead? And you find out that he gave him a chocolate gold coin. <laughs> so the leprechaun got, got did in by his own greed because he starts wiggling and shaking. And while he's doing all that, the treehouse is like collapsing. But hey, magically, the door to the outside opens up. Cody and Bridget, they run out and the leprechaun explodes. So, yeah, they somehow they managed to outsmart the leprechaun by his own greed. Finally. <laughs> yeah, finally. <laughs> by his own greed. They never explained how Cody got in the treehouse. No. Because if it's magical and she can't get out of it, how did he just walk in there? How did he just walk in? But I guess the gold coin let him walk in or something i don't know yeah maybe but so. but if, but if that's the case because he still had the gold coin it should have allowed him to get out right like when they were walking around yeah so i don't know <laughs> the plot right so yeah leprechaun gets blowed up here so in the first movie he dies by um four leaf clover this movie he dies by getting stabbed with an iron rod and literally blows to pieces and that's how the movie ends. We we don't get a, you know, Cody and, and and Bridget walking away, you know, have a kiss or anything like that. It's just oh, they just got the hell out of there. That's it. So, uh, before I ask that final question, um, anything else from this movie that kind of like, hmm, that was interesting. The sheer number of plot holes in this. <laughs> <laughs> this movie, yes, this movie is filled with a lot of plot holes. It really is. Because right. like Cody is a suspect in several murders at this point, we don't even know like what happens with that. <laughs> yeah, how do you explain? Because the only person that could have that could actually save you in those cases is dead, which is Morty. So, yeah. 
Yeah, I'm just well, going to assume uh, Cody went on to serve a life sentence. <laughs> well, actually, Bridget could save him because he had supposedly kidnapped Bridget. But who the hell is going to believe them that a leprechaun did it? Right. No one's going to believe that. So, yeah, he probably ended up going to prison. She probably got sent to a mental institute for talking about a leprechaun. Um, yeah. So, of course, we have to ask that uh that question. Is this bad meaning bad or is it bad meaning good? Oh, I'm going to go with this one was just bad. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's, it is bad. It, this is a bad movie, yes, because there's bad acting and and everything. I will say that the first movie probably had a little bit better acting. Um, but Morty, I feel like even though he's the true villain of this movie, he's also somewhat the saving grace from an acting standpoint. Because he understood the assignment of what this movie was. Yeah. I felt like um, but yeah, it, it is a bad movie. It's an entertaining movie, but it is a bad movie. So, yeah, um, to the listeners, uh, if you've never seen Leprechaun 2, or better yet, if you've never seen Leprechaun 1 or 2, definitely should check those out and listen to our episodes talking about it as well. Um, yeah, so, I mean, that's, I think that's pretty much it. We talked about a good old leprechaun um i i think you and i we're gonna pretty much go through all of them yeah we might as well might as well just continue because we're i mean we're we're on the leprechaun train at this point so (laughs) we we might but uh, i already well i'll put like this you 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 might hate me when we do leprechaun in space so (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> yeah you you be like why did you have me watch this but yeah if, if we can get past that i think we'll be good but but yeah so yeah that's pretty much it for us um we don't know how to close it uh, i guess uh thank you guys for listening really um uh, hopefully you don't hate us too bad uh, for, for making you guys suffer through talking about leprechaun or if anyone decided to go back and watch <laughs> the Leprechaun movies. Yeah. Uh, if anything, blame Jeff because without him, none of this is possible. So blame Jeff. Don't don't blame me. Don't blame Cher. Blame blame it's Jeff. Always Jeff's fault. Yes. Yes. Blame the uh the Bitcoin uh king. <laughs> that, that, and that's an inside joke. So <laughs> so uh yeah, that's uh, pretty much it. And uh Peace. Bye.